An underground passage built under a hill, a building, a road, a river, a body of land, tunnels, dark places. And we're hearing about those tunnels in Gaza. An underground city, a labyrinth built to hold hostages, weapons, and warriors. Israel holding off invading Gaza, in part because of pressure from the outside, but also fear of Hamas and their tunnels, baiting traps, taking down an above-ground invading army, booby traps, IEDs, an excellent place to await an attack hundreds of miles long, 250 feet deep, no amount of seismic gear available to find who you're looking for, Maybe so-called sponge bombs that Israel has invented could bring an underground war to an end, as peace is so uncertain above ground in the Middle East. I can't help but think of an American icon, Johnny Cash. Strung out from years on pills and booze, it was in a Tennessee tunnel cave. Johnny heard Jesus say, come, come back to me. And he did. Welcome to Haven Today here on Monday. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And today we're beginning a new series called Johnny Cash, Out of Darkness. I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. I keep my eyes wide open all the time. I keep the ends out for the tie that binds. Because you're mine. I walk the line. None other than Johnny Cash and his first number one hit, Walk the Line. Johnny would go on to sell over 90 million records. He won 18 Grammy Awards. And of course, he's in the Country Music Hall of Fame. But Johnny Cash was more than a country singer. He was one of the greatest musicians of all time. And even though he had a Christian upbringing in rural Arkansas, his faith faced many ups and downs. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Johnny told me I'm my happiest when I'm performing. But sometimes Cash gets into trouble. There was not one person that didn't respect Johnny Cash. He sort of lived in his own atmosphere. He was darkness and light living in the same body. He was my hero for all the right reasons and all the wrong reasons. Think it's all fleeting. As famous fleeting. He faced his worldliness and came out wanting to be right with God. It's a biblical precedent that God uses complicated people. Do you have any regrets about what you've done? I forgave myself. When God forgave me, I figured I'd better do it too. That's the teaser for the new documentary called Johnny Cash. The Redemption of an American Icon. In a moment, we're going to hear more from this well-made documentary that highlights and shows him hitting rock bottom before having his life transformed by the gospel. And then we'll turn to a section in God's Word that was very close to Johnny Cash. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. After the program, I'd like to send you this new documentary on DVD for your gift to Haven Today. It's full of images and music from his iconic career, as well as interviews with his children, as well as his sister. After watching it last week with my wife, we both gained a new appreciation for Johnny's life and his faith in Christ. 
and I want you to have the same experience as well. Call us after the program and make your gift to the ministry. Ask for Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. You can watch the trailer at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or call us at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And just a note, you can't find this DVD on Amazon or other retail stores. And now let's open with a song by the man in black himself, Johnny Cash, singing a bit of his testimony, and I came to believe. I couldn't manage the problems I brought on myself And it just made it worse when I laid them on somebody else So I finally surrendered it all Brought down in despair I cried out for help And I felt a warm comforter there And I came to believe In a power much higher than I I came to believe That I needed help to get by Childlike faith I gave in And gave him a try And I came to believe In a power much higher than I Handled it all on my own And each time I failed It made me feel twice as alone Then I thought, Lord, there must be A surer and easier way For it just cannot be That a man should lose hope every day And I came to believe In a power much higher than I I came to believe That I needed help to get by In child I came to believe in a power much higher than I. This is Haven Today, and that was the man in black, Johnny Cash. Underneath him, the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. I came to believe at a Haven Today about his coming out of darkness. 
This week, we're thinking about the life of this country music singer. And even though he sold tens of millions of albums and was one of the most recognizable musicians in the world, he came from humble beginnings. He was born during the Depression in 1932 in Kingsland, Arkansas. The Cash family was made up of hard workers. Every member had to work hard in some way. It was just the way things were around the Cash household. Here's an excerpt of the recent documentary chronicling Johnny Cash's life, and it gives us an insight into the day-to-day life of Johnny Cash as a young boy. Arkansas summers were brutal. There was not only no air conditioning, there was no electricity, there was no running water. And so this was the lot that the Cash family was in the middle of throughout the Depression and after. Life on the cotton farm was hard, hard work. We would pick cotton with long canvas cotton sacks, day by day, exhaustion at night. Every member of the Cash family worked, including Mother Carrie, old or young. The family was often out there 10 hours a day working the cotton fields, day after day after day. And we'd sing all day to pass the time away. Before we knew it, the day would be over. And then we'd come home at night, and my mother would sing gospel music around the piano. Johnny would leave, and we'd all join in. We went to bed, get up the next day, and do it all over again. Through that all, singing the songs of his mother's hymnal with his family in those fields, My father fell in love with music. From the documentary called Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. This feature-length film gives a unique look into his rise, his fall, and then especially his rediscovery of God's grace. Many of you know what it's like to be expected to help the family make ends meet. It's not maybe the easiest work, but it builds character, doesn't it? You may not have appreciated it as a child, but growing up, you realize that your parents were instilling in you the importance of working hard. Johnny's mother certainly did that, but she also introduced him to spiritual things. They sang hymns around the table and the piano. They most definitely went to church. We know the word of God never comes back void. It was working in young Johnny's heart, though we wouldn't see the fruit of it for a very long time. But the hymn sings and the Bible studies did strike the heart of Johnny's brother, Jack. The two boys were close. And as they grew up, Jack wanted to be a preacher. Jack was my best friend and my big buddy, my protector, my mentor. I really admired him. They were inseparable. Went swimming together. They'd fish together. They'd work hard together. Him and Johnny would get into scuffles, and then they'd hug each other. True brothers. It was a friendship, it was a kinship, but my dad aspired to be like him. Jack was the golden child of Dias that everyone aspired to be. He would go to school. After school, he would stay and pick up a few cents, working odd jobs to help pay the bills. He was kind, he was gentle. He read his Bible every day and was very godly. He's already told us that he'd been, quote, called to preach, you know. It was that faith that Jack had 
that my father looked up to. Jack, he'd love to hear me sing. He told me that I was supposed to do that with my life. Johnny said, I'm going to sing. I know I'm going to sing. And Jack said, I know I'm going to be a pastor. A little more from the documentary that we have for your gift this week called Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. The two Cash brothers were thick as thieves. They always hung out together. They dreamed together. Johnny wanted to be a singer, a star. Jack wanted to be a preacher. Sadly, Jack was injured in a work accident as a young boy. It would tragically end his life, but not before the Lord could use Jack to be the preacher he had long dreamed of becoming. The loss of Jack Cash greatly impacted Johnny and the rest of the Cash family. My father lost his best friend that day. Having experienced the loss of a son in a tragic accident, I can understand the devastating grief that comes at you like a tidal wave. When you lose someone and they die unexpectedly, it impacts your life in such a significant way. You can actually measure your life from before and after that traumatic event happened. Jack was buried on a Sunday. The next day, the entire family was back out in the fields picking cotton. We didn't take days off. You just didn't have time to grieve. My mother would work behind us, and I'd look back, and she'd be down on her knees, weeping, saying, why, why? And we'd go help her up and try to console her. That is what J.R. took with him as he grew up. One more excerpt from Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. Johnny had gone through a lot, wouldn't you say? Hard-working days under the sun, the cotton fields around their home in Arkansas, the loss of his dear brother and best friend, his life as a star in the music business, a drug addiction that began on the road due to the constant demand to perform. We'll talk more about that on tomorrow's program. Despite all the fame and all the challenges that he faced in life, who did he ultimately turn to? He heard the voice of Jesus softly, tenderly calling him home. Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling for you and for me. See on the portals He's waiting and watching Watching for you and for me Come home Come home Ye who are weary Come home Tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling, O sinner, come home. Why should we tarry when Jesus is pleading, pleading for you and for me? 
Why should we linger and heed not his mercies? Mercies for you and for me. Come home, come home, ye who are weary, come home, earnestly, tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling, oh sinner, Johnny Cash singing a song that resonated with his faith. Softly and tenderly, Jesus called this sinner, Johnny Cash, to come home. And he returned to the faith that his mother and his brother spoke of. You remembered our Lord's promise. It's one of the most famous statements that Jesus gives. It's found in Matthew 11. In verse 28, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. It goes on. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. When you hear such powerful words spoken by Jesus, it's not hard to see why so many come back to this portion of Scripture. In these short verses, we learn about Jesus' intended audience, his command, and his promise. To whom was he speaking? to all who are weary and burdened. Well, you may be worried today. It may have been a rough start to the week already. Maybe you drive your kids to and from school. Maybe relationships that you thought would last forever are in serious decline. You might feel as though you are wandering aimlessly in this world. No sense of purpose. Well, that's okay, because this message is for you. If you are weary, if you are burdened, you have someone you can go to, and his name is Jesus. But what does he have to offer? It may sound strange, but he offers us a yoke to put on. A yoke is placed on bulls and helps them work in pairs out in a field. You might ask, why would we want to put a yoke on ourselves? A pretty good question, I'd say. Well, let me tell you that you already have a yoke on your shoulders. I have a yoke on my shoulders as well. But the yoke you and I have tells us that we will never be good enough. It burdens us, causing us to think that all we need to do is work a little harder. I'm sure you know about this yoke. This yoke makes everything a competition between you and maybe those you work with. This yoke makes sure that you are never satisfied. But the yoke Jesus has is no burden at all. It's not heavy to put on your shoulders. In fact, when you put on his yoke, it's the freest you'll ever be because you'll be free from the lies of self-sufficiency. You'll be free from the lie that you are not good enough. The yoke of Jesus tells you that you are loved and accepted in Jesus Christ and in him alone. To everyone who puts on his yoke, Jesus offers this most incredible promise. Come to him. He'll give us rest. Jesus promises to give us what we so desperately need, rest from this chaotic world, rest from the expectation of others 
and even ourselves, rest from our own fears and worries. Johnny Cash had heavy burdens in his life. He struggled with substance abuse. He was a womanizer. He had lulls in his career where he thought he would sink into irrelevancy, but he did find his rest in Jesus. He could find rest nowhere else. Trust me, he tried. He tried to find rest in sleeping pills and and methamphetamines and alcohol, uppers and downers. He tried to find rest in fame, but it would not satisfy him. You might be in a similar place, looking for rest, unable to find it. You can only find your rest in Christ. And this is good news for you. Jesus' heart is open to you even now. His arms are stretched wide open, even today. As the preacher Thomas Boston said so long ago, come to him, take off your yoke, put his yoke on. You will receive rest for your weary soul. Your life will never be the same. Don't believe me? Just look at the life of the man in black, Johnny Cash. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me And that thou bidst me come to thee O Lamb of God, I come I come Just as I am, though tossed about With many a conflict, many a doubt Fightings and fears, within, without O Lamb of God, I come I come Just as I am Thou wilt receive Wilt welcome pardon Cleanse, relieve Because you promised I believe O Lamb of God, I come, I come. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. I come. That was from an album he did called My Mother's Hymns, Just As I Am. Johnny Cash is well known for creating some of the most unique music in the last hundred years. You don't have to be a country fan to enjoy his music. But Johnny was more than a musician. He was an American icon. 
And in the new documentary about his life that we have for your gift, you'll see his ups and downs, but you'll also realize how his faith in Christ gave him his hope. Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon, is one of the best feature-length documentaries I've seen in a very long while. It's full of images and music from his iconic career, and I really enjoyed hearing from some of his children as well as his sister. But most of all, I gained a new appreciation for his life and his faith in Jesus. And I know you'll be encouraged to see how God gave this broken man second and third chances. So why don't you get in touch with us right now? Make your gift to this listener-supported ministry, and we'll send you the documentary on DVD called Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. So come to our website. Do it right now. Watch the trailer for the documentary. You can find us at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or call us right now and make your gift and ask for the DVD at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And just a note, you can't find this DVD on Amazon or other online stores. And let me make a suggestion. This would be a great film to watch with friends and family who don't know Jesus yet. The gospel is clearly presented by Pastor Greg Laurie, who helped produce the film. And also, if you wanted to, but still didn't get your copy of Experience the Old Testament, 10 Stories of Deliverance, we still have that CD set for your gift as well, as well as a digital download. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again next time? When on Tuesday, together, we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Have you ever thought about the beginning of our world recently? How did these great mountains come forth? And when did the roaring seas begin to flow? Creation was here long before us, and creation will be here long after us. But creation is not eternal. It did have a beginning. It was made by the Lord, who has no beginning. Moses proclaims this in a wonderful way in Psalm 90. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. All of creation will one day come and go, but who will remain? The Lord, who is from everlasting to everlasting. Creation will change, but God will remain the same. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Get daily encouragement with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.